Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com Hello, fellow Creative Control listeners. My name is Mac Cameron. I live in Toronto, and I have been listening to Creative Control with Vish Khanna since episode 119 that featured all five members of one of my favorite bands, Constantine's. I listen backwards from there and then forwards, and I know it sounds, you know, over the top or cliche, but finding the show changed the course of my life. It inspired me to pursue a career in radio and to do what I can to support the arts in my community and across the country. So I give to Creative Control because I feel like I owe the show and Vish uh, for helping me figure out what the hell to do with my life. Beyond that, I give to Creative Control because I think independent media, especially insightful, entertaining, thoughtful, and thorough independent media is something that is worth paying for. What I appreciate about Creative Control is Vish's ability to treat Canadian artists, or any artist for that matter, with the seriousness and appreciation he would any other artist. His excellent rapport with people like Steve Albini and the members of Fugazi and Stephen Malcolmus and others have earned him international appreciation. However, it's his trove of interviews with what I consider to be the most exciting generation of Canadian musicians conducted out of genuine passion and interest that makes this show so special. I think it is an archive of some really exciting music that is way, way underreported on and appreciated. That's why I contribute to Creative Control with Vishkana, and I hope you will do the same. To make your flexible monthly donation to Creative Control, please visit patreon.com slash creative control today. I'm Visha's wife, and I will love him no matter what you do. And now he has me on the record saying that. Friendly Rich is the pseudonym employed by the musician and arts organizer Richard Marcella, who originally hails from Brampton, Ontario. A community bridge builder and establishment apple cart upsetter, Rich is well regarded for his eclectic and theatrical musical aesthetic, which has been evolving for almost 20 years. His latest album is the darkly controversial We Are All Terrorists, which features 75 guest musicians and covers all sorts of material regarding the socio-political condition 
of humanity as we currently know it. Rich and I recently met at Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton, Ontario, for a conversation about We Are All Terrorists, his life and musical trajectory, the state of the world in a cloudy internet age of outrage, local politics and activism, his own struggles, delicious donuts, his future plans, and much more. A part of the E1 Podcast Network with the support of listeners like you who subscribe to this podcast and spread the word about it and make flexible monthly donations at patreon.com slash creative control plus in-kind support from Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee in Guelph, and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton, Ontario, obviously. This is the 517th episode of Creative Control, featuring my old pal, Friendly Rich, with your host, me, Vish Khanna. Rich, thanks for being back on the show. Delighted to be here with you. <laughs> we are uh, at Granddad's Donuts yeah. in yes, Hamilton, we are. Ontario. I've recorded, I think, just the one episode here, but they have been loyal sponsors. Oh, man. Well, Fattening uh, me up. Yeah. Uh, a toast to Granddad's. <laughs> what did you get? I li- lift a Boston cream donut. That's my donut. Yeah. What's yours? I got a walnut crunch. I, I toast to you. Okay. We're not going to okay. touch. No, because you, you got know. a little thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm. That's a Boston cream donut. Delightful. This is just like how they used to make them yeah. at the Canada's National Donut Chain, like in the 80s right? and early 90s. And then they abandoned this amazing craftsmanship. Yeah, these guys know what they're doing. To here. save money. And it now to granddads. I love it. I love it. You picked this place. Why did you pick granddads? I love this place, too. It's a great hang. It's a nice booth. Did you hear about it because of the sponsorship yeah. on my show? And it worked. Did you it really? Worked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, this works. This is uh, marketing in action. <laughs> Have you been to my other sponsors by chance? Uh, no. Okay. This is the only one that spoke to me. Okay. Well. Pizza truck, a Darrow. Darrow. No. It's go, fantastic. Stop, forget it. I'm you not, go to Guelph all the time. Maybe I'll order pizza next time I'm in Guelph. You should. And if you, if you are, Phil told me. See? I, he knows I'm leaving. He said, if any of your friends want pizza, call me. I will give them pizza. All right. Because I'm going to keep deal. up the sponsorship. Even if I get an Edmonton pizza sponsorship, yeah. I'm, I'm going to st- keep promoting Pizza Truck. Old, and you're going to nod a hat to these guys, too? I would assume dads? so. Yeah, I, I got to fly man. into good. the airport. Loyalty. It's in Hamilton. So if I'm here, I might as well get a donut. Loyalty. I mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yeah, good donut. Okay, let's take... Uh, I don't know how we're going to do an interview with mouths full well, of donuts, but we'll make it work. People don't like hearing people... Eat while they're talking. No, they don't. But well, the thing is, what I suggest mm-hmm. from experience, I ask you a question. <laughs> while you're fielding the question, I take a munch on a donut. It will get the timing down. And then when you're done chewing, I ask my follow-up question. Yeah, okay. That's how we're going to do this, and it's going to work just fine. Now, so you picked this place, and you mentioned Guelph. Yeah. Congratulations on your new album. What's your new album called? We are all terrorists. And that's dangerous. Yeah, I guess it was. Why? Why is it called that? I I was going to say you have a song mm-hmm. on it about Guelph. I do Donkey, Donkey Day. Day. Yeah. yeah, that would have been a safer bet, probably. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be more fit, probably at yeah. the end of it. Yeah. But yeah, no. Let's backtrack. Why is it called uh, "We Are All Terrorists"? Well, there's a the track on the record called "We Are All Terrorists" is uh, 
me kind of exploring that. It's been kind of the last 20 years of my career exploring this notion of, you know, anarchy, constructive anarchy, and I get really angry when I see... The term incel is new to me. It's come up, what, in the past couple of years? But when yes. I see someone gun down their school... Like, I've been yeah. pretty much railing against it since Columbine. And, and, and that's kind of what those guys were, weren't they? They were incels. Right, right. They just, they, we didn't have a name for it then. And so this is my... You know, it's been a long time in the making, but it's my kind of getting all that out, saying be creative. Uh, I know it's it, it's more complex than that. I know... A lot of it is mental illness, and I don't know what goes through someone's mind, but I've suffered some of, you know, what I think. Um, I, I would be completely off the rails if I didn't have music, right? So yeah. I, I can kind of relate to, Oh, I but see. I'm super thankful to have channeled negative energy or weird thoughts into my music. So that's kind of where I'm at with this record. Is It, it explores some dark themes, obviously this one, and I didn't want to shy away from it. I thought, I'm going to call it We Are All Terrorists, and I'm going to talk and sing about it and, hmm. and share my, my worldview on it. So, so the con- it is dangerous, you're right. The you people know. who might see it as a, a controversial title or yeah. a provocative title may be missing sure. the empathy. Right. You're yeah. saying we are all in pain. Like, we all have, we all have it in us. That um, hate is all within us. It's just mm. a matter of how we can channel it and where we channel it and how we can make something positive of it. Yeah, yeah, nice. Thanks, Vish. Did I just write your bio? You just, you just did really well <laughs> for me there. No, and it's been, it's been tough trying to, uh, you know, I've always been kind of political, but this one's definitely like me taking a step, right? And uh, the older I get with it, the more confident I am with it, the, the more I want to share that. I, I see great importance in that and not really dancing around it or... Uh, you know, so being political can mean being uncompromising. On one hand, right. I mean uncompromising in your sorry, being political is all about compromise. But being political can also mean putting your neck out and uh, yeah. sticking your neck out and, right. and taking stands that um, are maybe controversial or uh, outside of convention. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're an uncompromising musician as well. So I'm wondering what do you remember? Because I can't remember the last time you were on the show, we yeah. did a walk from my house, <laughs> my old house in Guelph, yeah. to uh, Eric the Baker. Right. We did a parade route podcast. Right. We were in transit, meeting people. I think we went to the farmers market. That's right. We did. We yeah. did. We did my Saturday morning routine. Were my kids with me? I can't remember. I can't remember. Okay. That's fun. That that pastries and donuts are always a always a, a, a through line. Food yeah, and good, I, good. I have a thing where I have breakfast with people. Sometimes yeah, I used yeah. to have a whole show on our national broadcaster in Canada where I had breakfast with people. So I'm a glutton. I'm actually relatively fit for a guy who does so much eating. Around his work. Around my yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. I'd say I'm relatively good shape. That's yeah. what my doctor says. Good. Anyway, my point here is I don't remember if in that conversation, because there were a lot of distractions. Yeah, there were. I don't know if we got to your origin story, Rich. I don't know if we mm. got to the, where this uncompromising element to your work as a not only as a musician and a citizen of uh, formerly I think of Brampton where are you these yeah, days? I'm in Oakville but Oakville, yeah, yeah Brampton Near, nearby yeah so where does that come from where does your impulse to provoke change in fun silly ways come from because I think of you that I think of man I was just talking about your Brampton Indie Arts yeah, Festival the yeah, other day with someone yeah. and how great that was. Yeah, thanks. You used to, you've done, you still do amazing yeah, things. Yeah, My question, which I'm getting to, 
Yeah. Where does this impulse come from to do these things in this way? I, I, I think it all comes from Brampton, actually, if you really think about it. It was a battle of, like, crea- I think creative people come from sometimes very boring places. And for me, it, it, that was the case, right? Mm-hmm. It was always battling against, holy shit, it's just home after home after home after home. And, and it's, it's just so sterile culturally suburbs. that I want to kind of fight suburb. that. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. And it's a total suburban upbringing. And it, I want to kind of fight that boredom with putting weird, which is all I know, uh, creative work into the world and, and, and it growing and seeing it ferment is really exciting for me. Seeing these friendships and bonds and yeah. all of that along the way, like, you know, relationships that now run 15 to 20 years deep. How is, long have I known you? Beautiful. I don't know. I mean, if I you were to coming to the Brampton Indie Arts Festival, that's... 2003? It started in 1999. Oh, oh Okay. And went to, yeah, probably around early 2000s that you came with Radio 3, I think, was the no, I, I, I Or were you coming before that? It was with Exclaim. Okay, right. And right. it was at the Rose Theater? No. Heritage Theater. Heritage Theater, which, theater, which the I love. old theater, yeah. abandoned theater. Yeah, right. man. And then yeah. Scott Thompson of Kids right, in the Hall was right, the MC, right. I think, the following year. Like, I went one year. Sick. And yeah. I didn't know what was going on, and I was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" It was a bit of everything, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. fantastic. You did a, it was, and it was well organized. Like for for some of us to do like a, yeah, there's a zine fair, and then there's a film screening, right. and then there's a right. musical show. Everything happened in the same spot. The you know a band would finish playing a relatively short set. Yeah, then a screen would come down. Yeah. immediately we just didn't have to go anywhere. It was fantastic. I really wanted variety. I really wanted um, to celebrate all of that homegrown stuff. Uh, people I admire and celebrate their work. It was a real great vehicle. I'd real. I didn't realize it until it was kind of gone. Yeah. What. You know, I was getting municipal. Speaking of political, I was yeah. getting municipal money to to give all my friend, hire all my friends, and yeah. and, and and celebrate something, right? So puppeteer, really what was the puppeteer? Yeah, curtains, the curtains, puppet. The yeah, puppet, man. Yeah. yeah, the host of the of the whole festival. So you curtains got some money from the city. Absolutely, absolutely. It, which is was really <laughs> random, and so when I started seeing that and how kind of. How strange that was that that stood out, right? When when it was gone, I, I kind of went, oh, man, every city should have yeah. something like this that celebrates independent art within the city. I think that's really strong. So you think it might have... I mean, this is this is sort of par for the course yeah. uh, for people of, of our ilk who were raised in suburbs or, yeah. or smaller towns where to, to make things happen, you had to push. That's right. You had to create your own You had own to do your energy. own thing yeah. to try to yeah. emulate other things you'd seen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. do you have a source that way is someone who someone or something that motivated you to go down this road to not only put on cool arts events that are eclectic but also push your city a little bit uh no the political thing on i mean certainly on the uh, on the artistic side there were composers and and musicians that that blew my mind and got me addicted to music like early right name some i'm just uh you know like frank zappa uh Rimsky Korsakov, weird composers, uh, and the Nihilus Spasm band really blew my mind when I discovered them, and and so on and so on. Right, the Residents, uh, Ronaldo and the Loaf, all these right. quirky kind of humans, and but the political side, like actually being able to, because I could wear many hats, and that's one thing I've learned about myself. Like I could present to a city council and not blow my nose all over them or if I'm in the mood, depending on what the performance is, I could right, but I know how to kind of I think. Change gears and talk their language when required. And I think that's a real skill. You know, um, you know who had that skill? Who's this? Zappa. Right, right. Frank Actually, Zappa right, would go right. before the uh, PMRC. Right. And the, the contrast between him doing that and Dee Snyder of Twisted Sister doing that, both right. of them very, actually, very 
they made a point of saying, I'm going to sound as articulate and educated mm-hmm. as possible mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to fit your realm mm-hmm. while still representing the fringes. And I thought that was interesting. Oh, it's interesting that you pick up on that because I didn't, I mean, it, so maybe the inspiration You've was seen deeper Zappa. than I thought. Yeah, oh yeah, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I wonder yeah. if his, because there is this, he and you have this, yes, have a donut. Have, I'm going to ask another long-winded <laughs> question. You might as well have a bite of food. He and you, Zappa and you, have this, it's an interesting thing, pushing weirdness into normal realms. Like taking the city's money, probably then also having to say, yep. come on down. To the, they'll be like, hey, uh, our suits need to come down and check out what we're doing with this money. Right. So you right. And you're like, great, come on down. Come on down. And then they yep. see what's going on. Yep. And it's a little weird. Does that so that to me is a political act? That's constructive anarchy at its core for me. That's like that's yeah. me doing my thing on my terms. Um, I ran a parade of noises for about six years in my hometown of Brampton, and that was making noise with members of the Nihilist Spasm band, Kid Koala, and others would yeah. come to this. Yeah. And the thing w- for me with that one was it was like trying to introduce them to something a little different. And boy, did t- homeroom teachers look w- funny at me and say they they weren't really believing it. But then when they saw the kids getting jazzed about making noise in the classroom that was me selling them on it it was right. like no there's a place for this there's a place for having go figure for having fun with yeah. music and 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 culture and community building that's a big one for me too right? i i have this thing with my kids where as a parent i think they're going to think one thing that they okay as we're speaking i'll tell you something yeah. that happened yesterday go ahead as we're speaking, we're in, in southern Ontario. We're in Hamilton. We've established yeah. that. By the time people hear this, I will have moved to Edmonton. Yesterday, the moving truck was at our house. Yeah. Our kids were gone the whole day. And then okay. my wife was like, do you want to go? Get-? They were at a play date yeah. with our friend Nathan Lore, actually. Oh, uh, wow. Our mutual friend, that. Nathan Lore. Yeah. yeah. So I, she's like, do you want to get them so they can see the truck and the house? And I was like, yeah. I, I said yes. But as I was driving, I'm like, do my kids really want to see their yeah. Yeah. The house they've known yeah. their whole life, empty. Like isn't I'm I was almost in tears right. earlier. Right, sure. Go get them. They're like, whoa, the truck. Like it's a big transport truck. Wow, like whatever. Then they go in the house and they're just like over the moon. And they're like, holy cow! They're fascinated by the trucks. No, and the whole thing or the whole thing. House was empty. My kid. All right, we have a small house. He started yeah. doing because he had the room cartwheels in one of the rooms like look at this I can do look at this look at this so I my impulse like your homeroom teachers was yeah. to be like I don't think the kids are going to be into this it's going to be a uh, thing of trauma maybe right yes but and, they, they, and were, they were into they it they were into it I will say in my case I think they don't my daughter was like so can we watch TV and we were like no the TV is gone so like, my yeah, thing yeah, is yeah. a bit different because yeah. they're young and they're yeah right I right. don't think the idea right. that it's not our house anymore has quite sink, sunken in <laughs> but in your case yeah I think that we as adults think we're protecting kids but we're really maybe protecting them from cool stuff you know what I'll, I'll, that 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 experimenting with with um, with sound and uh, has been a it's an uphill battle like you're essentially battling that Royal Conservatory way of music education. And so it is an uphill climb, I I admit. Um, People want to see polished, uh, you know, product at the end of it, no matter what the age of of the musician. They don't want to see that weird shit, right? The impulse is to show the kid the highest level of something. Yeah. yeah. So if you're working with, let's say, found sounds and quirky sounds and a quirky form or whatever it is right yeah. uh, ugly sounds even we used to play a, I used to 
write a lot about that of like uh, on behalf of ugly sounds and yeah. music right yeah. like yeah. I think it's really important like bro- a little broccoli in your diet right. that's what I was doing with the Brampton <laughs> Indie Arts Festival right yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Here's, here's Hayden fairly safe artist yeah. and right after him it's like you know he, yeah here's the Nihilist Spasm Band right. and, and have fun with it yeah, right? yeah. like, like yeah. try to make sense of it that's what I would do as a show promoter as much as I could in Guelph is you have the gateway yeah. to what nice is one. palatable and then here's the thing that either you don't know it doesn't necessarily have to be completely off center but I yeah. was always like it's why uh, hopefully a conscientious show promoter will add a local artist to a bill that they know they don't really even need the local artist yeah. for yeah. Yeah, yeah you know like yeah. the art little bills, things like that go a long like way that's going to help a long way in your town so that's a good point yeah 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 so you've always been conscientious are you still a Proud Bramptonian because there's a song and I forgive yeah. me that this yeah. is a long record right there's like 22 <clears throat> songs or something yeah 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 so the titles are not all with me yeah yeah but yeah. you have this amazing song on this new record uh, where you're talking about bureaucracy mm-hmm. and how uh, oh right right and I and the mayor in that song yes. is a woman and right. I remember does is she still the mayor no okay the mayor but it replaced by Patrick Brown right so just of course as, just Good as Lord. terrible oh my God you're right sorry yeah. so you Brampton infamously had this sort of Conservative and I think inept and corrupt yeah, mayor. That's yeah, that's right. Well yeah. put. What's her name? Susan Funnel. Susan Funnel. Yeah. So you have a song about Susan Funnel. How long has she been out of office? Oh, long enough that we can butcher her name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my point is that anger at her. Yeah, is still yeah. with you. Oh, that anger goes to all three levels of government, and now. that song, it's right? Like it's like yeah. it's yeah that 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 piece Y two K that you're yeah that's to what is. is all about that right? It's yeah. like. The corruption in, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, there's so much to, to 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 lash out against, and that one definitely was uh, like. And the older you get, you realize some of these folks now are are younger than you. Not that age has anything to do with yeah, it, but yeah. it's like I'm pretty sure that's a really terrible idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I yeah, used to not be as confident, thinking, oh, they, those guys, those folks know what they're doing, but. They don't. It's an easier trope to blame the out-of-touch senior citizen for not caring, right. but then when right. the younger people are doing they it, you're know like, better. oh, what the hell? Yeah, what what are they doing? Concerning. What are yeah. you doing? Like, why yeah. are you acting like a 90-year-old? So I think the older I get, and I, you know, I fought for, or in my early days, the, the this building, the Heritage Theater, yeah. the, the festival it was amazing. And if I reflect on that, it's like, no, man. Like, I was just in Detroit. We go to Detroit a lot. And they preserve their buildings down there, right? It's a, it's a thing. It's like any any culture, any any city should. And I fought for a long time for that building and lost, right? It's like it, it remained empty. It remained abandoned with no plan yeah. for a decade plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now they're just going to tear it down. It's still right? up? Yeah, it's still up, oh. but barely. They're going to tear it down, right? It's that like, sucks. So I kind of – and then you, you sort of realize, wait a minute. I think I was onto something with that. Like it's – they didn't have a plan. They they didn't have vision, right? And that kind of bothers me. It's so, a bit... Con- yeah. I don't know what to make of that. I don't have a salient point to make here, yeah, except yeah. that there's some ahistoricism going on. It's odd. We, uh, we kind of hector the older, out-of-touch politicians for not being progressive enough. But then the ones who come up, yeah. like the younger ones, yeah. I think there's a vague... And this is going to make me sound like an old man. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's all this. We are at granddad's, so... We are at granddad's, yeah. We're at granddad's. We're, we're all granddad's. Go grumpy. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But there's a kind of weird ahistoricism that goes on among some people, mm-hmm. and sometimes, where they, they don't look at precedence as being, in, like, they don't care about the old buildings, but they mm-hmm. also don't, right now in particular, in an age of 
uh, misinformation mm-hmm. as weaponized mis- misinformation mm-hmm. ahistoricism is a really handy weapon in that arsenal because you can be like it doesn't matter or that's not true you know the right. way that was framed 60 years ago uh, right even though we're saying on the one hand we must honor those traditions the thing that you're mad about yeah uh, that's a gray area like there's this right. all this misinterpretation right. or I don't know. It's a very confusing time to be you yep. and to be me. And I don't want to cast hmm. a broad uh, brush on the young people for this. But because on the other hand, I mean, in the musical realm, vinyl sales are through the roof. Yeah. People want the tangible yep. Yep. history, historical artifact right. more than they have in some time. Right. And a lot of them are young people. Yep. I'm very confused, Rich. I don't, yeah, know, what, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to behave. I do, but I don't know how other people are behaving. It's a fascinating time, though, isn't it? Like as, I think as so. vulnerable as it is, um, I'm just super thankful from my perspective yeah. that I get to keep putting these things out there and seeing what happens and, and yeah. communicating with an audience. You know, and that's really that's really special. The older you get with it, you know, like, yeah, yeah. And it ain't a, a super big audience for my work, right? But it's. But I value that more and more, that, that dialogue, that back and forth. It's yeah. kind of interesting, right? Well, you don't get to... I, I'm starting to feel that way as I get older, yeah. too, that this time is precious, right? Like, I'm not going to... Yeah. Something could... Yeah. I might not be able to do this forever, and that's... Uh, I'm realizing that and trying to savor that more, as particularly as I move away from my yeah, friends. Man. So Yeah, yeah. It is a weird time. So this particular record is hard to categorize. There's a lot of different <laughs> sounds and... Uh, it's very eclectic. It seems, I think a lot of your work has been this way. Does this record, We Are All Terrorists, seem particularly distinct from your previous records? Like, did you, it yeah. seems ambitious. There's a lot of stuff going on. Oh, it took me, uh, as a workaholic, it took me two and a half years to make, so that was a long time because I, I broke it up into, I really wanted to celebrate all the those friends that I've worked with. So from anyone from Dinner is Ruined Band to Hoxie Workman and Kevin Bright, we did a couple tracks together to the Laywright Boys, who Nicholas Robertson, he's played on pretty much all my records. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, you know, those are only a few of that. The Element Choir are another one. I, I just, I kind of, I'm changing gears. It's, it's a, it is like changing channels. Yeah, like every every every, track. every song. Yeah, yeah. And, and you've got these yeah. noise. Every there's a that's suite. The Element Choir. Yeah, and what's that suite? It's like a suite, isn't it? The Terror Variations. Terror Variations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and they're, so they're kind of. Fucking with that end tune, we are all terrorists right. in different ways with that with that choir. Right. So yeah, no, it, it it's <laughs> ambitious. I did it in multiple studios in Montreal, here in in GTA. I wanted to do that. I wanted to celebrate. Um, and then it? I had my my one producer mix the whole thing. The guy that's kind of done who, all who my that? records, Greg Dawson, oh, yeah. in Kingston. Yeah, yeah, okay. Who does like he's done all my work pretty much for the past uh, 15 years so so huh you're hinting at a kind of reflective aspect to this you reined in I mean the people you describe you have worked with them over the years have you yeah. but you don't often have them all appear on a record well you, you, you can't you yeah exactly my right. prior records were like okay let's spend five days in a at Hoxie Workman studio me him and Kevin and we did the great blue hair and right, record, right? right. That, I've kind of done all my work right. that way in a standard. Here's a band. Here's, here's a band. one. So this is different. This takes off from that. Yeah. Was there a particular milestone in play? Like, why would you want to? Sp- or Man, to be honest with you, it was hi- listening to a lot of hip hop and seeing oh. the way they break open. Seeing that production approach really inspired me. I was like, oh, every song could be an adventure. It doesn't have to be so one lane. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of, you know, that blew my mind and. Hmm. 
it doesn't show on. Like, it's, it's not. You my, mean stylistically? Stylistically, it doesn't show, it doesn't show yeah. at all. But that's kind of what 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 threw me in that direction. Interesting, yeah. because you've yeah. al- you've always had an eclectic. What's the word I'm trying to say? You, well, you were going for uh, eclecticity, so yeah. I'll go there yeah. with Thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. I got, I got it. I got donut you. brain right now. Yeah, but yeah, you you've always had this element to your work, and when you talk about found sound and noise, yeah. I mean that's a very open ended approach. But yeah. like you're going from one of these uh, terrorism suites to an old timey bluegrass kind of country song, and yeah. it's very jarring on some level. Um, and it seems like a, a, f- a very holistic, friendly, rich statement. So I guess I just wonder about the motivations for that. You're saying hip hop drew you there, mm-hmm. but any other reason? Like sometimes you do things like this when you're like, I'm closing a chapter here. Yeah. And I want to. Yeah. I want to gather everyone who's been involved. Like a, like a farewell party almost. I'm not saying you're going anywhere. Right. But it's well, ha- my wife thought, well, this is super dark. That, oh. Like it, there's a video for it. Like the Marty McPherson did a one hour so a, a film that accompanies the whole listen. I think I saw you post that somewhere. My face melting made out of like rottable materials. So it's like essentially you're watching me like rot. And she thought it was like a suicide, right? It, look, it, it deals with some dark elements. Yeah. I'm not going to deny that, but... Yeah. I'm still very much here. Are you and, okay? And it, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. I'm, but but I'm definitely dealing with some, like after listening to the whole record top to bottom, I was like, "Am I okay? I think I'm okay." You are. Your name is Friendly Rich. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. always cackling and giggling and yep. cheery, but yep. I do think some yep. of the things you're drawn to are weird and dark. Yep. And um, so, sure, man. I mean, there's yep. songs on here where you adopt. Uh, you tend to adopt voices too. Mm-hmm. To put certain songs and moods across, and they get very guttural mm-hmm. and screamy, and uh, I don't know. I don't want to put well, you know, like in the realms of Patton, like Patton mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Beefheart. Mm-hmm. You know, these kinds of sure. people, gritty, sure. guttural, uh, and like yep. it sounds bad. Uh, so uh, that's in you somewhere. This oh yeah, darkness is. Are you yeah keep, something you have to keep at bay? Well, that's kind of that's <laughs> kind of the push and pull on this record is like. The, the title track We Are All Terrorists maybe I'll skin me a cat tonight or just walk home and jerk off right yeah, it's yeah. like just kind of this incel bullshit like just go deal with it however you must but don't hurt anyone else in the process right? so it's like, yeah we talked about the yeah. empathy you relate to these kinds of guys but you're not sure. celebrating them there tend to be guys oh god no and I would and that's what I need to be very clear on yeah is every every time I've spoken about this record, it's like I'm on one side here, and that's uh, that's unacceptable conduct. Yeah, yeah. be creative, uh, do whatever you got to do, but don't hurt anyone else in the process. And right. That's that's what I think is it's a dangerous kind of. So I I take this seriously, very, and and it's something I've learned in releasing this record too. Is that um, how do you want to age as an artist? You know, what do you what do you want to put out there and Maybe it was the wrong move to call it We Are All Terrorists, but I'm thankful for this opportunity to speak to you or anyone else has who it been will listen. Mis- has it been misinterpreted? No, I don't think so. Yeah. But, I mean, all it would take is one misinterpretation that would make me, like, really uh, just upset, you know, and, and, and that was not the point of, of doing it. So it's the themes you choose to write about, like, all of it, right? I've been ju- I have been refle- reflecting a lot uh, since the release of this record, right, for sure. On it? On it and how it's put out and interpreted yeah. and the whole thing, right? And why you make your art—it's it's fascinating. Right? I mean, like, as a first on a record, when you name a record, whatever you name it, right. that's ostensibly the first statement. 
That mm-hmm. is the first statement. It is the first volley in the conversation you have with an audience. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the opening. Donkey Day would have been totally different. Right? <laughs> yeah, like if you call it Donkey Day, people are like, okay, I guess he's made a donkey. And, and, I, and you know, I wasn't in the mood to, put, to, to, to be the, the comedian that I'm often, you know, I, I, I've been dealing with class clowns since, like, grade 12, right? I was up for a valedictorian. They were afraid of the speech I was going to make, so they gave me class clown. Mm. That's it. That's that's that's, that's also it, that's, that's also me in a nutshell. That is so you. Hmm. I wasn't in the mood to keep going class clown. You are both. You are both. You occupy that. You used sure. to at the Brampton Indie Arts Festival. You stuck out because you wore a suit. Right. You would wear a suit every day, and you looked like a respectable member of society. <laughs> Thank you. But you were this circus, <laughs> and at the Friendly Rich shows too. You often are mm-hmm. looking, mm-hmm. you know, like you took care of yourself there, and mm-hmm. uh, yet mm-hmm. you're inspiring anarchy and. Uh, so that is a weird combo of things, and but you must have named this record this for a reason. Yeah, You're trying and to start a constructive anarchy is what I'm I'm about, right? So, but I got to be careful, right? But you, so <laughs> if if it's true that this is a conversation starter, so mm-hmm, to speak, mm-hmm. what kinds of conversation beyond this one? What kinds of conversations have you had about this record, and uh, what are you surprised by? Like, are people saying, uh, "I think you mentioned the face melting video startling your wife." In this expression, can't watch it. Yeah, yeah. In this expression, uh, this current expression, like, how are you feeling? People are receiving it. What have you heard? It, you know, we, we we screened that film, the one hour film. My wife had to leave early that night, but it's so dark. It's I almost it. beautiful. Okay. So it was like a listening party, and we sat there for an hour. I thought the room was going to be clear because it's really gross. Yeah, but. People were compelled. People were saying it was beautiful, and I'm going, "Wow, this is not the reaction I anticipated." Like with your kids, it's yeah. like you gotta let it, you gotta put it out there and just let it breathe and be what it is. And I'm super proud of all the, this. Is one of the things I'm most proud of putting out there, right? And I'm behind yeah. it. But it's a weird, it's fascinating, th- right? It's a weird thing. We are very controlling of our expression in yeah. our own ways, as much as we like to think. Well, you gotta be. I yeah. know, but yeah. I've, every time I've second guessed myself. Uh-huh. And then release something; mm-hmm. it does better than the things I think are fine. Does that make any sense? I had yeah. this experience recently where it I does. I made a memorial episode for an artist, David Berman. Yeah, and I decided I had to do something, so I recorded it by myself, mm-hmm. and then was like, ah, I listened back to it and planned to edit in clips of some of his friends uh, and 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 people who admired him. Yeah. And as I was doing it, I'm like, yeah, I can't release this. This is too whatever. Like, it's too self-involved. Mourning is a weird thing to do right. publicly. Right. It can, right. Be, it can be right. a bit performative, and I didn't like it. It was making me uncomfortable. Okay. But my wife, I said, can you just listen to this? Yeah. Tell me what you think. She's like, no, I think this will help people. You should. Oh. It's really good, and you should put it out. And lo and behold, I still get messages from people who thank me for that particular expression, even though I had, it was completely out of my normal yeah. form of expression so that's really beautiful well it is and i hope really it relates beautiful. to what you're saying well it, it does in a lot of ways i what, what I- if you're struggling to lose weight you've probably heard about weight loss medications like wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you meet plush care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey if you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I picked up on there is just how often you bounce things that you're uncertain of uh, across, across the table to your partner. Yeah, that's and, true. And, and, yeah. and how they know you better. How a guiding a voice that is yeah. to like I, I say like if Lynn uh, if Lynn's against it or sa- it says something's wrong with it, like, always listen to Lynn. Right? I it's think like, you're, yeah. I think <laughs> your like, your partner yeah. uh, has, has a custodial sort mm-hmm. of relationship mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. you. Um, nice, nice. More than most people do. Like your friends or your you know fans. Might think, oh, that's great, but right. they don't. I don't mean they to haven't say seen it develop along the way, right? It's, well, it's, and they may not have the vested interest in you doing as well as a person. That's true. That's true. Like they might appreciate nice. you as an artist, yeah. And that's a dis- there's a, an inherent distance in that relationship, hopefully, right? Unless you have a problematic fan, right? But there is a distance there where, mm-hmm. as your partner, can be like, no, this I understand this is important for you but I would or wouldn't release this because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not going to do you, it's going to do you harm or, or it's going to be good for you. Something, yep. you know, like your yep. partner has that view of you in a way that most people don't. A producer even. Oh, ideally your producer 100%. is, <laughs> ideally your producer is spouse like, but they can often just be like, yeah, whatever, you know, it's both Greg Dawson and, and Lynn, my <laughs> wife, have uh, saved my ass on yeah. a number of t- uh, a number of occasions. I'm sure you've pushed editorially. When you're a guy like you, who's I think often pushing envelopes, I guess so. That's why I'm thinking more and more and more as I age. What are the themes I want to take on and why? Right? Like I was in New Orleans recently, and this artist Christine Sung Kim, mm-hmm. she. Uh, she did this piece for 14 deaf Louisianans and it blew my mind. Everyone was in tears and it it was just really interesting. It had me looking in the mirror as an artist long and short. Well, just what are you writing about and why, right? Mm. Like what are you putting out there in this upside down world? Yeah. And why, right? Well, I also think you have an interesting dynamic as a musical artist, an outspoken musical artist, and someone who is a comedian, or at least comedically mm-hmm. inclined. Mm-hmm. There's, mm-hmm. We haven't really said this, so we've talked about anarchy and mm-hmm. politics and mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. You're funny. Like right. you, you are infusing all of this with humor. Yeah, yeah. And it's a weird time yeah. still for that. Like you say, right. maybe it was a mistake to name my album, We Are All Terrorists. Right. There's a chance eight years ago you wouldn't have thought twice. That's right. There's that's a, right. a heightened sort of conscientiousness that's going on that is having an impact on art in a positive and negative way, I would yeah. think, because yeah. your expression is now got this filter on it. Yeah, yeah. How right. are you dealing with that as someone who pushes envelopes, provokes people? Does that impact you? Like, on some level, it's yeah. supposed to be a... It's supposed to help you make better judgments. Yeah. But I also think that you are, particularly for someone like you, I think really values found sound improvisation. That's a dangerous realm nowadays. Like you could say or do something in the yeah. moment. Yeah. A moment that you've, moments that you've normally trusted. Mm-hmm. Those are weird spaces now. Mm-hmm. How are you dealing with that? Is that too weird a question? 
No, I think, I mean, every, every song on this record was, like, like I've gotten feedback that it's anxiety-inducing, mm-hmm. and, and that kind of makes me feel a little, like, I, I realize it's, it's dark, and it definitely, you'll have a reaction listening to it, right? It's, I don't think anyone would have necessarily articulated that yeah. maybe 10 years ago. Right. Right, like right, there's a, right. a, and that makes me feel a little. Like, it's a, not that I apologize for it, but that does make me feel a little. I think know. it's good and bad, yeah. but I do think that um, we are just. Everyone's different. Everyone has different thoughts and yeah. feelings. Yeah. To be constantly policing yourself about what someone might feel or think about something yeah. is gonna. Yeah. Ideally, you're doing something for the greater good, and that's all yeah. well and good. But yeah, we know from comment sections in. Canadian right. newspapers or, right. or you know websites yes, yes, that yes. people come out of the woodwork to decry things because it makes them feel some way and I just yeah. think artistically that's a weird space even what I'm saying right now someone yeah. would be like ah right exactly I don't agree with that and yeah. it makes me yeah. it's not only that I don't agree with it intellectually you're negatively impacting me emotionally and mentally you know what I think it is I think it's if the desire is there to continue growing, to not always be right, I, I've been dealing with a lot of this over over this release That's a good of point. like, yeah. I could have gotten it completely wrong and and respect victims of terrorism uh, in a way that is is you know something I wouldn't have thought about when I even wrote that tune. Yeah, like yeah. if that's what I had to learn to get here, then then that's part. Of, then I take that with me as I go on to the next thing, right? And yeah. It is that growth, right? And it's growth. Yeah. Like, I do think, like as much as I mm. may have sounded um, negative about it, I think this is all significant societal growth. That the things you say and do are going to impact people mm-hmm. in ways that you may not expect, mm-hmm. and that's why it is weird for me as a comedy fan because to watch routines by my comedic heroes or yeah. whatever, yeah. or movies even from. Yeah. 10 years ago I'm like wow you could never say or do that now and some of those comedians are kind of uh, gone Kids in the Hall season one oh no one's God. written no one's written letters yet to the CBC but there's uh, there's blackface yeah. right it's like Mark, whoa. Mark McKinney yeah. yeah we watched that just recently and went oh should they have put a little disclaimer at the front yeah. I think they should have Is that on given the recent election yeah oh. it's on their app right so you just look at it with a different lens and go yeah. whoa Guys, yeah, interesting. It is interesting because right? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're just at a stage where the things that were wrong then should have always been wrong. Totally, but we weren't. Uh, we weren't feeling that. We weren't feeling that at the time. Yes. So it is weird. You got a thing? What do you got? Fisherman's friend. Oh, you got a fisherman's friend. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry you're sick. Pardon me, gentle listener. Yes. <laughs> thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. As a workaholic, I tend to get sick when I'm not supposed to. What are you going to do? The same thing happens to me. Yeah. Your body shores you up for the task. Oh, yeah. And then it lets you collapse. I kind of like it, though. It, it is part of that regroup. We're just before the new year, the new decade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have hope for the new decade? Totally. Like, I can't tell if totally. you're, based on your music, if you are, if you have, mm. I think you do ultimately have faith in people, young people in particular, but yep. it must I be, do. it doesn't do. get harder and harder to have faith in people who vote and can vote for things and uh, don't vote for the greater good maybe sometimes I, uh, you know what I think it's all part of the process I do believe in people I think the the up, upside down situation we're in right now politically or, or is is uh, is unfortunate there's things to be done things to be learned on both sides and like 
I'm trying to sit down and dine with uh, Doug Ford voters and learn a little something about them and try to love them equally as I... Remember the Swish LA line? Yes. Um, um, when we were on, I was on with your, your live... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we did the... With oh, that's, Lido that's, and, and Sarah, The last time you right? were here. Yes, that's right. And I believe show. that. I yeah. believe that you should sit with someone that you disagree with and prob- hopefully over Swiss Chalet. Yes, that's right. Good, we, we good did neutral pr- zone, right? We did promote Swiss Chalet. A little bit of comedy neutral, in there, yeah, but in all seriousness, yeah, yeah, I yeah. reflect back on that and believe it. I think you should be trying to have meaningful conversations in this year, almost 2020. Have you had any of those? I'm trying my best. Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. Uh, and what are you learning? Hell yeah. Let's sit down. You could find a Doug Ford voter easier than you think, right? You think there might be one at Granddad's Donuts? Right here, this paramedic. We're in the north end here. Goddamn, there are a lot of public uh, public workers, both police and paramedics, that come through Granddad's. It's a fascinating bit of anthropology. Why here. is the donut a symbol the of the symbol? working class? Yes. Yes. Sort of. Also, the people who protect <laughs> us most, who should be the most fit, right? Pounding the walnut crunches. Cops. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just did the same thing. Cops, paramedics. This is not good for them. Mm-hmm. They should know better. Mm-hmm. But maybe yeah, right. it's a it's an indulgence. Your life is hard and stressful. You gotta take off, a, take a load off. Thank take you for your service. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Well, there it was. There's a, a chance that some voters like that are here, and I, I don't know, Rich. I'm a, conf- I'm confused. I feel like. Well, you, you're moving to Edmonton. Yes, I'm you're moving to Alberta. Dinner, you're gonna be having dinner with. I think that is the the challenge, though, right? And not to not to be combative. Like I think that's. I'm not interested in that. That's too difficult. I just feel like we're like we spend a lot. Of, even all social media is kind of like this. We spend right. a lot of time either mm-hmm. trying to mo- uh, emotionally manipulate each other yeah. with a photo, with a comment. I do it. I mean, I think I don't mean to do it, but when I think back, I'm like, why? My father-in-law is like, why do you guys do this? Why do you post these photos? Yeah, what's and in it? What? Why what, do you what, why? post these comments? Yeah. And I'm like, huh. well, I think uh, what I said to him once, maybe two years ago. Was I think, well, everyone is inherently sad and depressed, and I think that they express themselves in this way in either because they're trying to express that for sympathy yeah. or some attention, or yeah. because I think they want other people to know that they're not alone, too. That's a nice, I like that end bit. There's no other way of articulating why we've all agreed yeah. to take these photos of ourselves and yeah. write our little comments yeah. and share them. And then people like them or they don't like them, and you have to then deal. You've made your little comment, and then yeah. you have a real-time metric of how it's being processed. This cannot be healthy for us psychologically. I, I know it's not for me. It's not real dialogue, though. That's the thing, right? It's not. It's almost enough for people. Yeah, and I do think that's dangerous, and I, I'm, I appreciate any moment I can have, like this one with yeah. you, where you could actually try to unpack some of these things and say wait wait a minute man like let, I, I think conversation is, is is key and we're not having enough of them like yeah. we're really not and trying to understand the other side yeah. Like, yeah. well I mean I'm going to Alberta and <laughs> you're our mole <laughs> uh, well Edmonton is quite progressive yeah I think I mean there's going to be this, dude we are in Doug Ford's Ontario yeah, exactly we, we are down the road from a city that elected Rob Ford to be their mayor, despite mm-hmm. everything he had said and done. Mm-hmm. And if he hadn't gotten sick, have you listened to that Gravy Train podcast? That, no. Oh, you should listen to that gravy, gravy Train podcast. It's all about the rise and fall of Rob Ford. And oh, they talked to some experts and people who say uh, if he hadn't gotten terminally ill, mm-hmm. he would have won. won. 
And uh, sure. despite everything, the crack at that point there had been the, yep. the scandals and right. So right. all I'm saying is, when Ontarians sort of snidely say, "Hey, you're going to Alberta," I think, well, yeah. we're in Doug Ford's Ontario. Yeah. I mean, yeah, come down a notch. He hasn't we're not been exactly. Uh, he hasn't been as hapless and yeah. bumbling as you would think. I mean, part of the reason I yep. my work life has been disrupted is because I worked at a place that was impacted right. by his right. initiatives. Right. And so, yes, I'm not going to... You take to, that personally, right? Well, I yeah. do. Yeah. But I'm not running... I'm not thinking I'm running to some Swiss chalet. I think yep. I'm... Yeah, it's going to be challenging. And uh, the last government that province had was a yep. NDP. It's, yep. Yeah, I don't it know. sways, right? It, and it and does, and that's the kind of problem is that yeah. I am someone very resistant to most change. I mean, yeah. I'm a progressive person, but yeah. in my own life, I like to know where my I have systems. I know where my stuff is. I like the good donut store. Yeah. I like the good cop. And like I, I love good systems. My wife's joke is every time I go to like one of our favorite Thai places, I say every once in a while mm-hmm. I would I always get a pad Thai. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I say, you know what? I'm gonna get something different. And then I'm George Costanza. I'm like, you're ah, always dialing in the same. Man. I should have not yep. got the different thing. I yep. know what I like. I like what I like. Why does yep. that? Why do I have to change it all the time? Mm-hmm. But this politics <laughs> thing is like this. They people just vote differently. Like it doesn't even matter if it completely contradicts their last vote. Yeah, I voted NDP last time. This time I'm going to work for, vote for the. Uh, Whatever they're called, yep. the ultimate conservative yep. party. Yes, right? yes, and the ultimate. Like, I don't. What are you talking about? Why yeah. are you doing this? I got challenged. I was doing a talk at York, and I got challenged by a guy right around when Trump won. Oh yeah, got challenged in a music education class of by one of the students. Oh, saying accusing me of being the liberal side of of music, uh-huh. and the Royal Conservatory more straight side being the kind of more conservative. And I never looked at it that way. And I mm. thought, wow, the only thing I've stood for in the classroom is this constructive anarchy. We're standing for nothing almost. The yeah. nihilist spasm bend. Yeah. Spoil your ballot. Vote nihilist. Right, right, right. But then I started thinking about it more often. And I, and I thought, you know what? It's time to get political in the classroom. Yeah. It's time to, to stand for something with conviction. Do it with love. And I think you can move the meter I think you have to keep that hope otherwise <laughs> yeah. in your circles too in your in those communities that you are in that's th- how you you make the change I think we live in our little vacuums mm-hmm. and we don't know what's going on you say have conversations with people and where I was coming from with the uh, I don't know how we went on this tangent it's, yeah. prob- it's probably my fault but it's good I also think that oh I was talking about manipulation I was talking mm-hmm. about emotional manipulation mm-hmm. and I do think there's a point where We've come to recognize that it doesn't really matter what the facts are. Some people are just going to pick their side and not waver. And so you can't change their mind with a conversation. Yeah. Like yeah. whenever you right. see, right. I know the media is complicit in all of this, but they will occasionally do these stupid things where they, in America, they'll say, we talked to Trump supporters right. about the latest thing that he's being accused of, and they were not swayed. Right. They think it's a whole, you know, creation of the... Democratic Party, yeah. and then they say, "But what about the facts? Like, what look at grab them by the whatever. Look at it. When, what when they, made we fun were in of Detroit the, the day after. Grab them by the that came out, yeah. and the Trump signs were still on the lawns. I thought we're doomed. And he won, right? Yeah. They yeah, don't yeah. care. About well, like a lot of people say, the moment he made fun of the uh, disabled mm-hmm. reporter, it should have been the done. And the fact that it wasn't yeah. says a lot yeah. about us uh, right. or, or people. And so, not right. us, not you and me. I don't think. But anyway. No. My point is, this is where the 
helplessness, hopelessness stuff comes yep. in. Like, yep. it doesn't seem the, the fact that for so many people, the facts don't matter. They just base it on a weird gut reaction or feeling to people saying, yep. well, I didn't like uh, I didn't like uh, Kathleen Wynne. So right, I, right, I right, hated her so right, much. Right. And then you'd say, uh, you know, for better or for worse, I, I'm not trying to take a stand here. But no, were no. we not in a better position before? I agree with that, <laughs> but but many don't. Yeah. That's the thing, and, and and but that's not fact based. They we this province elected someone with no platform, zero yeah. idea, like yeah. zero present, just gun in for like I'll win, and then yeah. you'll see what I do, and then yeah. and he won, and now the people who voted for him are like, wait a minute, my daughter is a teacher. Uh, my going to affect my granddaughter goes right. to university. What are you doing? You're the right. and we're like, yeah, well, he right. had no. Why? How the hell is there a system where you can just? I'm getting too political. I and think the thing with you though is even you were personally affected by yeah exactly. Board, but but the thing is, how do you remain loving when and make it more less about you? Yeah, I don't know how. If that was me, if I was, I, I, and, and he's cut every sector. So well yeah, everyone's mad like, at him specifically, but we're not taking ownership over a system. Yeah, a first past the post system. First of all, that is right, complicated, right, and then right. I don't know what it means that um, people are this undereducated or underinformed. I know we're all busy and overworked uh, and working multiple jobs, but... And I'm not saying have a conversation with someone to change their mind. I'm saying have a conversation with someone to try to love them and find some common ground with them, even if they voted for Trump or Ford. I think I there's got to be a... I, I've got to believe in that. Otherwise... Well, you don't make music. It's, it's, I, yeah, I don't. You know. I don't think you're making your weird music to change someone's mind. I think no. you're. You're. We all. But are, this is the world according to me, right? When I'm making my art, I'm trying to get that out there. We're trying to show some sector of the world yep. that there is another way of living and another way of thinking and another way yep. of expressing yourself. Right. I don't know if that politics should have the same. Well. Politics has the same elements to it, right? Except yeah. you've got to be persuasive and manipulative yeah. in convincing people of it. But like, I'm very close to like, I would be willing to take a test before I voted. That sounds snobby and stupid, and probably yeah. a lot of yeah. difficult. Yeah. Like, but like, just a basic like, we have to do tests for so many stupid things that every idiot can pass. We all pass them. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. I was. And when I'm in a rush driving, I'm like, why do I have a license? Like, I shouldn't. I'm, I'm safe. Don't get, don't you, get me You wrong. were safe getting here, I I'm, I'm pretty yeah, safe, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, there are times where I'm like, any idiot could have a license. Right, like, right. And we see that with statistics. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> the same token, like, anyone can just say, I'm voting for this and not be knowledgeable about any issues. And I think that's odd. Um, but, again, I, there's no way to police that. I don't know what I, I'm not really proposing anything here. I just, I'm just sad. That people yeah, act yeah. this way. That's all, and I don't know what to do about it. And I appreciate that you're hopeful and still provoking people to think. And I'm trying to do the same with these long-winded spiels. We got to. You got to. You got to keep something. hopeful. Otherwise, yeah. uh, there's no. I. You know, the other side is too uh, bleak, right? It's right. And I think we both, in our own way, in our own work, discuss the bleakness with the lightness. Oh yeah, the, there's no hiding from yeah, it. There's no I mean, hiding from it. And it's the world's uh, upside, like just a mess right now. Yeah. But I, uh, you know, try to make sense of it and, and just be compassionate for those. You're right. We're all in pain. The more you realize that, the more you can be 
I just put your best all about the Facebook there, posts right? and what or whatever I said to my all father. Of it. Yeah, I think it's I true. Mean, I think we're half the people in this granddad's donuts right now are probably like that gentleman over there. I can't look. I'm you not know, gonna don't look. look. Okay, but yeah, probably some pain. I'm pretty sure there's a wee bit of pain meter on everybody, right? It's, yeah, it's, and we're having it's inevitable to, getting through this thing. I right? mean, we we talk about our pain. We have yeah, man. we gather for. Uh, funerals and things because yep. we want to commiserate with each other right, and that's right. fair and it's just happening on a scale and under the guise of social media like yeah that i think is uh, yeah. a bit troubling that's all i sound like an old man but i do think my yeah. father-in-law's point is like why what are you gaining what from are you this? doing where's the human connection why are you posting a photo of yeah. Your, yeah. your child on the thing and i'm like yeah i don't know why i am like except for what i said right. i think uh right i want other people to uh, one of my uh, brother-in-law's friends uh-huh. at his wedding, we had our small son there with us, and yeah. she she called him a trick baby. And I said, "What does that mean?" She was young and single at the time. She's like, "That's a trick baby. That that's a baby that is pretending to be a, a great baby so that I I'll want a baby." Oh, whoa! And I was like, "A trick baby. That's an interesting expression." What a term! And then I thought, but it did motivate me to be like, "Yeah, I kind of want to." share some stuff about what it's like to be a parent yeah. um, in hopes that other people who are down on it or, or feeling like I'm my we go through it too my wife's yeah. like I feel like I'm a terrible parent because um, of something my kid said or did or, yeah. or, or the fact that uh, I let them do this thing and then when we get together with the other parents like oh no yeah I do that we all it's, do that. It's normal. Well, it's, it's, normal. it's, it's we don't know if it's normal, it's but journey, it's, right? it's our yeah, journey. Yeah, and yeah, 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 well, at some point yeah. you have to give them the screen or whatever or turn on the TV. And like right. that's what she was feeling bad about. Yeah. And so, yeah, these kinds of open posts and discussions and provo- provocations, I guess, to just get people to think about things like you do with your work, I think they help. They help people relate to you and to us mm. and mm. and recognize that... Um, we all have different kinds of struggles and so yeah i'm maybe there's i'm trying to look on the bright side of what i said earlier like maybe <laughs> yeah there's you're a, worried there well there's a point to some of these posts is all i'm saying like <laughs> excuse me anyway it's it's complicated but i think you've you've captured a lot of things on a very jarring record if i might say and i hope we've given here, here. people something to think about as they check out this new album which has been out a while now hasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. it's been yeah. out about a month about yeah. a month so yeah. what are you working on next I mean, I'm going to be touring this record. I'm going to be go, trying to go to Europe in the fall of 2020. And, um, You've been before. Trying to give it a little, yeah, I've been a yeah. bunch. Yeah. Trying to give it a little more time to breathe. But um, I'm going to be premiering a piece for a, one, for a mechanical organ. Oh. I inherited this like 115-pipe uh, mechanical street organ. Oh. So I'll be doing that in Guelph in September. Okay. Um, September. At the Guelph Jazz Festival. Oh, cool. Yeah. What's the so name of the it's a one-man band kind of thing that okay. I'll be performing along with this mechanical organ. Okay. So that's a new piece that I'm writing at the moment. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I yeah, wish, really interesting. I wish I still lived in that town. Oh, Guelph. I, we have all that in common, right? Like that we're in Hamilton at this Granddad's Donuts. Yeah. But, I mean, the Guelph thing is real. It's such an interesting city to me. And Yeah. I know. You, you've been I, fascinated I, with it I'm, for some yeah, time. Yeah. Why know. don't you just move there? Yeah. And a lot you of people You want to buy our house? That. We haven't sold it yet. you want to buy the house? There you go. There you go. <laughs> we'll see what tomorrow brings. But, yeah, I do love Guelph. It, and, and it always continues. You know what? It's really weird. Like, you talk about where your work resonates. Yeah. And it's like Europe, uh, Quebec. 
Guelph. Yep. I don't know why, but there's this well, thing that keeps a, pulling me back to Guelph. So you know, any, anywhere where there's people who are open to weirdness. Yeah, I guess so. And New Orleans, like I, I connected yeah. with all these weirdos out there. The minute I landed, it's like they knew Ronaldo in the loaf. No one knows Ronaldo yeah. in the loaf. Right? Yeah. They knew of Ronaldo in the loaf, and I felt like I've been spending my whole life kind of refining, refining my my definition of weird yeah. and, and these relationships with people like that yeah. and the spasm band and it all kind of makes sense oh and I'll be finishing my, my PhD I'm on oh. the side I'm doing a on the side yeah in the late in the wee hours I've been doing a PhD and this will be my year to finish it so what's it in it's in it, I'm looking at musical playgrounds oh and that's why I was in New Orleans oh, to okay. research this site Oh. Called the Music Box Village. It's check it out online. It's really mind blowing. Really open, experimentalist sound artists. Okay. And so I went out there for about three weeks in May to uh, research kids playing in that space. And so, I'm writing my dissertation now. So I'm about. Like, can you nutshell say, it yeah. in a way? Like, what is your fi- what are your findings? Um, I'm looking at it as a, a musical playground as a vehicle for community building. Ah, okay. In a lot of my work, that w- that word comes up, right? The work I do with Regent Park School of Music, um, all based on community building through music. Okay. And my own weird music is community building yes, through. It just happens true. to be really offside music, right? But it's yeah. So it's 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 looking at it through that lens. How it helps with community health. Um, how it helps with curriculum development and music education. Mm-hmm. This explains maybe subconsciously at least why you yeah. might have brought your entire music community onto this new record like you actually tried to bring everyone together totally yeah. totally i mean that so was I, and i failed like i didn't bring all the people <laughs> i know and love on it but i sure as hell threw the kitchen sink as uh, yeah. all of as many as i could it's the work kind of le- loaned itself to that like yeah. i just as as i went through it and figured out that that was my way of creating it well it's amazing it's an amazing record i don't know if i'd do it again like i i am excited by the idea of like a, a few humans in a studio just kind of packing it out and doing it the standard way but there's many I'm also putting out like in the new year I'll be putting out a bunch of um, sample packs because I'm interested in that too of not being so precious with with the music and just saying here's an idea producer if you want to throw something on it and do something with it and and seeing where that goes too like I think that's kind of a whole new audience of creatives not necessarily just listeners to the final product right you want to do something with this doodle, right? Nice, so, nice. Yeah, it's exciting. Well, that's great. I mean, you're a busy guy, uh, and the, the work is fantastic and ambitious, and I I value you if that makes any difference to you. And it I'm, does. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I always appreciate you uh, giving time to, to all of the work I do. It's it's I, I try my best. Yeah. It's hard to keep up with everything. I'm just a person, and I can't do it all, and I sometimes feel like... <laughs> I'm like Oscar Schindler at the end of that movie. I'm like, I could have done more. Yeah. But I also am like trying to also rein that. I can't do everything. I'm one man. No, exactly. But anyway, exactly. I didn't mean to make this bleak. Thank you for your compliment, and I'm doing my best. Yeah, man. That. Appreciate it. Where can people go to learn more about you and your wares? Friendlyrich.com. Keep it old school, right? <laughs> yeah. Friendly I have Rich. a website. Do you have a band camp? I do. Yeah, okay. all of that's on my, my website. Yeah. Is the new record, uh, it's a long record. Is it yeah. on vinyl? CD. CD. Vinyl okay. I didn't do this time. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. It's, uh, it's Prior all, releases it's on vinyl, rich. though. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So friendlyrich.com, and then they can figure out the band. You got it. Okay. Yep. Is there a song from We Are All Terrorists that we can go out on? Sure. You're um, really eyeballing this fellow behind me. I can't see Yeah, you. I know. I'm not even looking at you anymore. It's just, we're having a staring contest, oh me God. and this man. Okay. Uh, let's go Le Malaise. That's one I did with the Woodshed Orchestra, and oh. it has that kind of 
It's dark. It's about depression, uh, but it's with the Woodshed Orchestra, who are nothing but bright and and kind of. So that was kind of a, an interesting ju- juxtaposition in that tune, and I'm really happy with what what came from it. My old friend Dave Clark. Is hey, Dave Clark la- okay. leads the the show on this one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is Le Malaise uh, by uh, Friendly Rich. Uh, Rich, thank you so much for being back on the show, and I hope I see you sooner rather than later. And Cheers. oh, and thank thanks you, to thanks again to Granddad's Donuts for having us and for uh, providing us with delicious donuts. Very friendly here. <laughs> thanks, Vish. You're welcome. <laughs> Je suis malade Je
Oh, it was very nice to feel like I was back in Ontario there for a little bit with my old friend, Friendly Rich, who appeared on this, the 517th episode of Creative Control, which is part of the Entertainment One Podcast Network and is available on all iOS and Android platforms and also on things like Spotify and YouTube and Audio Boom as well. If you can't find an episode that you're looking for or if you want to learn more about me and sign up for my regularly scheduled newsletter, please visit my website, vishkana.com. You can like Creative Control on Facebook or follow the show on Twitter at Vish Creative or follow me directly at Vish Kana. Also, please visit patreon.com slash creative control to make a flexible monthly donation to keep this podcast going. Again, there is currently a $6 tier now, $6 or more, and you actually get exclusive access to content that I'm only posting on the Patreon. It's stuff from my audio archives. I think a lot of it's going to be very interesting to those of you who follow the show. So again, patreon.com slash creative control to learn how you can access this stuff. Thanks as always to uh, my local sponsors. Well, they used to be local. I've, I'm in Edmonton now, but still Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, Planet Bean Coffee, and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton. Also, thanks to Jim Guthrie. He lets me use music on this show, and uh, I love him dearly. You can learn more about Jim at jimguthrie.org. And finally, thank you. Thank you very much for listening to this program, this episode, and other episodes of the podcast. Feel free to subscribe to it. Tell your friends to maybe check it out and do the same. And I will talk to you before you know it. I'll be right back with you very soon. So thanks. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.